Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ask me. Ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram comment section. Leave them on your Twitter. No, no squeaking of the thing. We are coming to you live. Well, we were live when we did it. Um, but, you know, sometimes we will bank episodes because I'll be out of town and unable to record. But we wanted to give you as close to live as possible. So I'm here in my office with Smokey Husky. Come on, man. I was getting the dog toy away from the Come dog. on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, this is my husband, man. This is my husband, man. And we're coming to you from the bunkers of the self-quarantining, of the self-distancing, of the social relaxation. We are here for you. We want you to know, first and foremost, everything is okay. Whether you're in a big city that's having mandatory self-quarantining or you live out in the middle of nowhere and you're feeling a little alone, the country is not on fire. Everything's going to be okay. Let's hunker down and answer some of your questions. I mean... We don't know how it's going to be, but uh, nonetheless... Okay. I don't know why you're here then. We're going to be... You upset these people. Responsible and safe and take care of each other and uh, be responsible and stay home and don't uh, touch people don't or touch go people places unless you really as, need to. As a rule in general, if you hear tiny tips, tap, tap, tapping in the back or a squeak, that is Tianfu making her way around the office. You guys wrote in some questions recently and we're going to answer for them for you now. A uh, little side note about this uh, podcast... I, uh, during this time of self-quarantine, I hope you guys really enjoy the dynamic of <laughs> me and Eliza because we are going to be hanging out a lot together and probably making stuff. So, because uh, we have no one else for her to talk to. So we have started a show. It is called Don't Panic Pantry. Uh, and it's a daily cooking show, sometimes twice daily. And each day it gets a little bit better, but Smokey Man comes up with a fun recipe and we post the ingredients and we invite you to cook along with us. Yeah, basically us, it's uh, yeah. a very impromptu thing we started doing just because we're going to be cooking all the time. We, me, are going to be cooking all the time and we figured it'd be a fun way to distract ourselves and hopefully some other people too. He's a chef, I'm an entertainer. We're combining those two loves and now focus back on the entertaining. We're here with Ask Eliza Anything. Your questions first and foremost, we have Callisto744. Is Emily alive? It's the only question I need answered. The answer is unclear at this time. I mean, 
She's fine. You did talk to her on the phone moments ago because you didn't know how to set up your I knew how to up. set it up. The thing wasn't switched. Now I can do myself. Um, Kel underscore C, Sia, suggestions for being single during this quarantine? I feel like I'm stuck with a bunch of pen pals that will lead nowhere. Welcome to dating in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think that my solution is you're going to stay single during the quarantine. You're definitely going to stay single. I was joking that online dating now feels like when you online date just around Christmas, where you're like, yeah, I'd love to go out. Oh, I'm going back east to visit my family. I'll see you in a month. So this is a great time to really get to know someone. I also think it'd be really cute and I'm not taking a page from Love is Blind, but to do like an online date, like get some wine and do a Skype with them. Because if you have a connection, you have a connection, unless you have a bad internet connection, in which case I hate you. Missed connections. Love is not in person. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I also was thinking about too, like people who just started dating when yeah. this was all going down, they were like, you know what? Screw it. We've only been dating for, it's our second date, but let's just, let's just quarantine together and just see if at the end of these three months, we still uh, want to be together. Put it right to the test. We kind of did that when we met. We just like, we're like, all right, let's just be together all day, every day. Yes. And that usually doesn't work. We had an option of leaving also. There's always the option. There's always an escape hatch. KD1010, KTT1010. Can you talk about Tianfu? Literally anything dog related will be a welcome distraction. Yes, I can. Um, sometimes she's so mellow. I'm like, do you have a personality? And then I realize, oh, she's the sweet girl that like her personality, like you can only really get it if you spend time with her. But she has very sharp teeth. She's a sweet girl, and she's been through so much. She doesn't use them to their full effect, though. No, she's laying on a couch on a shelf right now. She's like a, like, a, like a master martial artist who is uh, mm-hmm. not using her full ability to hurt us. She but just bites very gently. She does have an issue with this one pit bull that wears a raincoat that walks in our neighborhood, and it's the only thing that she's vicious raining. about. I mean, he's weird. Uh, she's a sweet girl. Uh, she's got tiny paws, and her inner monologue to me is like, she always has to say her name. I, I'm Tian Fu. Things have been real hard for me. Hi, I'm Tian Fu. Please let me in. I'm Tian Fu. Where's my breakfast? But that's how I see myself too. Please take pity on me. Casey, I don't know where these were pulled from. This is Instagram or Facebook. Community questions. Casey says, Hi, Eliza, Smokey Esky, and Tian Fu. In one of your Insta stories, you said you got the creative freedom to rework your lines in Spencer Confidential. Is that why Sissy got a lobster at the end? Little Easter egg for your fans? P.S. Your Boston accent gives me life. Sorry, I'll I take that... this one, guys. Okay, go for it. Uh, well, no, I have no idea. I, Peterberg was very cool about letting me improvise things. Uh, a fun little Easter egg that I stuck in there is when I'm talking to all the dogs, and I'm like, let's go, Bandit, Rocky, Smokey. I definitely made up those names, and I did say Smokey because of my husband. I think somebody called it out in one of the questions. Somebody noticed it. I think so, too, but I really, these are very difficult. We have, like, pages and pages of questions, so we're going to try to get to all of them. Uh, And the lobster at the end, so on the scene where Mark and I are walking on the beach, he's like, what do you want? And I improvise. I was like, I want you to buy me a lobster, because that's what I always want. I love lobster. Can confirm. Yeah. Less lately, because I feel bad, and they're alive in the oceans, so I don't eat them ever really, but I said that, and then they added in that scene where we're eating lobster. Fun fact about that scene, on every cut, you know, they'd reset and give us new lobster, but I swallowed my lobster meat every time, and I flew home to LA that day with five pounds of lobster meat in my stomach, and I was nauseous. You basically reacted like Blanche. Yeah, I just took what I could when I could and still look beautiful doing it. Rochelle. How can we stay positive and help our economy and small businesses during this time? I'm celiac, and I let everyone know. I'm kidding. I'm celiac, and I bring up support gluten-free businesses and companies during this time so we don't lose the necessities. Smokey? 
Uh, I mean, it's really I am celiac. case by case right now. So um, in L.A. at this moment, as of uh, midnight last night, um, all restaurants and bars um, are closed to the public except for pickup, delivery, takeout stuff so people can't actually go in the restaurant and sit down. Um, so, you know, if the restaurants that you like are doing that, then, yeah, I'd say definitely support them. Um, also, there are probably independent businesses that make gluten-free products that you want to support that are hopefully made in your hometown and support local people. Um, order that stuff as well. Another great way to support local businesses is to buy their merch. Mm. That is a great way to do it. Like and T-shirts and hats? Yeah. Okay. Like those are a huge way for those guys to great keep margins. making some money. A shirt costs like $2 to make and they sell them for like 20 bucks. What? I see Shark Tank. I know the way. That's the way. Whereas uh, food is horrible margins. Yeah, you can definitely look. There is still food. Where, this is not as bad as a lot of countries have had. for. Like this isn't a war. Um, definitely if you want to do takeout, the whole idea is to lower the amount of points of contact. So you don't go out to eat because it's your waiter touching it, it's the cashier touching it, it's the chefs, the busboys, all that stuff. Other customers. Other customers. Like sitting close proximity, they sneeze, you're right there. We all saw Outbreak 30 years ago. Um, so you can support, you can patronize your restaurants by getting food to go. That's okay. Um, and by doing online shopping, that's okay too. And also, frankly, the um, less people interacting with restaurant staff, the healthier the restaurant staff will be and the yeah. better chance they'll have to stay open and keep making food for people. Once somebody in a restaurant gets coronavirus, it's going to be tough for them to look every other employee in the eye and say, come to work. Assuming that they know. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. Well, introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable, and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use Eliza at H-E-R-O dot C-O. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high-quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic, pared-down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Miss B. Missin' B. Missin' B. Pendant. No, Okay. My graduation from Michigan State College of Law was just indefinitely postponed this afternoon. I know I'm not the only graduate, undergrad, master's, doctorate, et cetera, who is looking forward to crossing the stage after working so hard for a degree whose graduation is not now happening. Do you have any advice for us graduates who are really feeling the weight of the virus as all our important lasts are being canceled? I'm devastated. I was just uh, emailing with- She says, P.S. I'm aware that people are dying and struggling to make ends meet, but I'm allowed to be upset. You are definitely allowed to be upset. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Go on. Um, I was just emailing about this with a friend of the show. Um, Peter Kareva, nervous friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) He deserves another chance. Um, He'll get one. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Coffin, help me. He was just feeling really bad about it. It's just a a horrible thing. There's so much stuff that um, is just tough about it. So you kind of have to deal with it the way everyone else is dealing with it. Um, Hopefully you can find a way to, you know, scrounge together a little money. Couple of lentils, not much. Biscuits, crackers. Well, you know what's really great is when you do an inside joke between us. On I, mean, the I think podcast. we've talked about it on this podcast before. You know what? You will have your chance. They will have another ceremony. It may not be when you want it, but try not to get too sad. I'm about the idea that you don't get to cross the stage, and you still graduated. You still are free to now do things with that law degree. So the the major thing to celebrate is that you have the degree. And most importantly, getting back to me saying inside jokes on the podcast, the last time I did that, you got upset. But then what'd you get out of it? A t-shirt that said shipping off to Biptar. So, you know, sometimes it all works out for you anyway. Yeah, we shipped home a box of coronavirus-laden gifts from Columbus, and uh, one of them was the shipping off to Biptar shirt. We're shipping off to Biptar. Apologies if I forget to lean back with the mic when I drink my coffee, but you're welcome if you're into mukbang. Caitlin Slaughter, Smokey Husky, I need you to comment on defend a uniquely male behavior. What on earth is with men and taking forever and a goddamn day to poop? My husband and I eat the same, overall very clean and healthy, lots of veggies and lean meats, plenty of water, work out mostly daily. I swear to God, it takes him no less than 45 minutes to poop. I can be in and out in less than five minutes. God help us if he has to poop before we go somewhere. We go from leaving right on time to me sitting by the door like an impatient toddler for half a fucking hour while he says he just has to use the bathroom real quick. What is wrong? Oh, there's more. In caps, what is wrong with your gender? Do you all have horrific hemorrhoids from sitting on the throne for so long? Why is this only a guy thing? Please enlighten me because I don't get it. Oh, boy. He's about to throw me under the bus. A few points on this one. Um... 
first of all, sounds like you're trying to take something that, was it your husband or a boyfriend? It's a dude. It's something that your husband does and assume it applies to all men. Uh, oh, we hate that as women, don't we, ladies? Oh, I just, you know, it uh, sounds inaccurate. It sounds like your uh, husband has IBS. Yeah, so the other options are he has a medical condition, <laughs> which you probably get looked at. Two, he's sneaking in a bunch of really bad for you food in the meantime. Yeah. Um, or three, he is just fucking trying to get some alone time <laughs> and it's is true. on his phone uh, screwing around. So He's definitely on his phone relaxing that sphincter, having a healthy dump. Yeah. 45 minutes is a, a bit egregious, but you might want to, rather than yell at him, be like, are you eating something weird? Do you not feel well? How's your colon? If you're, no one should be pooping for 45 minutes. So here's hoping that's comedic hyperbole. Um, cause if it's not, that sounds like a medical condition. A toast to your intestinal tract. What are you, are you opening a soda? Got a crisp soda there? Get yourself sparkling water. a squatty potty, even an off-brand one. It is awesome. And if you get him one, he'll poop a lot faster. The fastest poop I've ever seen was Tian Fu running through an intersection in New York the other week, literally squatted down for three seconds. I didn't even look, know, and she pooped, and we had to leave it in the middle of the intersection. She's like, excuse me, here we go. Speaking of squatty potty, can we tell the story of what I thought was incredibly funny when I walked sure. in sure. to the bathroom? And uh, I was... You weren't in the bathroom, but the squatty potty was like pushed out past the toilet and the the trash can was knocked over. <laughs> it looked like you just went like, no! and just blew the entire uh, bathroom apart. I may have. Sometimes you don't enjoy the go. Okay. I'm going to put in a handlebar next to the toilet seat. Miguela from the community question says, my burning quite, oh, community, got it. Emily labeled it community question. I'm like, what does that mean? The app, sorry. My burning question for your expert advice is, you say teach people how to treat you. I love that mentality, but I struggle with it at work. Oh, I didn't mean for at work. I just meant like in theory in the Garden of Eden, not like in a shitty office space. Wait, there's more. Okay. I always wanted to be helpful and be a team player, but, but over time I found my coworkers take advantage of that. I'm asked to help do things that are technically not my job, but you know, the whole other duties as necessary shit on the job description, so I help. The cycle keeps repeating. How do I convey that I'm a team player, but not a go-to grunt work bitch? I'm about to start a new position, and I want to be a team player, but set the right tone. You uh, seem to have something to say about that. Yeah, I think with a lot of this stuff, uh, if you do what you believe is right and you do it with confidence, people tend to believe that you're right, and they let you do it. Um, and when you sort of come about it timidly or uh, sort of apologizing in advance for what you're going to say, you're sort of bracing them for how to react to it. Now, granted, also the people in your office might be turds, so it doesn't matter. But um, Office turds. Uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, if you have a real good reason for not doing something, just say you're not doing it and give the reason. And if that's not enough for them and they need to write you up for it, then uh, maybe it is part of your job. I think there's power in saying no, because most people don't expect you to. And then if they want to scooch and ask for a reason, being prepared with a valid reason that you deliver kindly, but with authority, don't waver, don't equivocate, then it makes it easier for people to swallow. People can sense when someone is weak. And if you're like, well, I don't know, I just don't feel, never make it about feelings, always make it about facts. I am unable to do this because of this and this. Not, I don't feel like, because women are always like, I don't feel, I shouldn't have to. Here are the facts. Here's what's preventing it. Look at it mathematically. Yeah, when in doubt, just act like a rich private school kid whose dad has a lot of money and you just sort of say what you think you're supposed to have. Well, and- no, because then it's a lot of feelings. I don't feel like I should. So give me that line. Suck my dick. 
Tully underscore S. This is following up. She says, Eliza and Smokey Husky, you answered my question about being single on your last podcast, and I just wanted to follow up. I don't have a turkey tail, but concealer hides the gill pretty well. Turkey tail. I re-downloaded the dating apps. Will you do your turkey? Oh, that's the the. We pretend we have this character that we the do. Turkey, who's a who's a monk, a Spanish or an Italian priest, an Italian priest. Trump I guess he was Spanish. He's Spanish. Trumpet de pipe. Trumpet de pipe. And he goes. You can't see him. he's blessing with yeah, his wing. He's blessing people. I re-downloaded the dating apps since I don't want to be having a temper tantrum with the universe. LOL. And while nothing has happened yet, I'm hopeful for the first time in a while that I'm closer to finding someone. Thank you for being. Amazing, hilarious. This seems person. like a earlier question. I'm just saying. From pre-quarantine. Right. Well, now who knows? But you know what? Think about how well you're going to get to know these people. Uh, eh, I don't know. I I think sometimes if you chat with people too much before you meet them, totally. you start to create this like version of them in your head. Then you meet totally. them in real life and you're like, oh. Oh, you were shit. way uglier than I had imagined. Nah, sometimes, I mean, more personality. Great but. angles, though. Geo underscore cruise 89. How are you guys holding up? I usually ask more relationship advice questions, but with the current situation, I'd rather check on you guys. Thank you, Geo Cruise. We're uh, doing great. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I say this a lot, but I'm basically the luckiest person in the world. I mean, I get to be uh, home with my wife and Sweet my dog beast. in our home, and we have food and a dog and internet and a couch. So, I mean, I'm, I love getting to do this. And we don't have to get into fights where we're going to go to eat dinner. The only thing we fight about is that. And now that he's making all the food, it's fine. I personally love it. We'll get into the top and bottom of the cob later. Uh, I'm, it's kind of sad how much I look forward to the walk with the dog and going to the country store. But um, it is a really great time to kind of just slow down and chill out. The world is not ending, or so we think. And for the time being, just enjoy the go. Enjoy the slow go. Sloan from Community says, Hi. Do you or Smokey Husky have any advice for eating healthy, just better while living in college dorms? There's a salad bar, but it can be hard to keep up a healthy diet with variety when most of the food is honestly just not appetizing. Kick it. So if you're in college trying to eat healthy and you're doing like dorm food and it's like you've got that buffet line in the morning uh, and for lunch, like, yeah, that's tough. I, if, I, uh, if I had like screen grabs of the, of the line, I could help you through a little bit better. But just try to be smart about what you want to put in your body. And sometimes it means not enjoying your food if the only option is not good for you. But, you know, it's a place that's uh, probably have oatmeal and stuff in the mornings. That's good for you. Um, try to avoid eating sugar is one of the worst things you can eat. Um, fried stuff, like when they have that like horrible nacho bar, it's basically just like a tray full of chips and then cold cheese in a microwave and a bunch of like drunk people waiting in line to melt cheese in a microwave. Like that's not dinner. Yeah, the so, sugar thing is tough because it's in everything. Try yeah, loading up on roughage. Um, if you have the ability to, if you have an apartment eventually, like you're later on in your college life and you can cook, that's incredibly helpful. Um, but yeah, it's tough. You know, try to find the nearest health food store and try to stock up on healthy snacks. Um, okay. Right. I mean that's it. I mean that's for life. None dot of dot your dot liznes. Nice dots, jerk. Eliza, Smokey Husky, and Tian Fu. I'm a bartender, and the majority of my friends are also into the service industry. In the service industry, our work has significantly been affected by this virus. The restaurant I'm employed at has stopped training for five people that I know of. I also have a five-year-old, and his school has been canceled. Ugh, it's hard not to be worried, but I'm not sure what to do from here. Any suggestions to put my mind at ease? Love I mean, you guys. This is a 
very, very, very complicated question with a lot of issues and a lot of constantly changing information that varies from state to state, city to city. So uh, I'm certainly not an authority on this. Um, I know some chefs are um, temporarily laying off employees so they can claim unemployment benefits. Ooh, there you um, go. And but I mean, then meanwhile. How well stocked is the unemployment office these days? So how fast is that going to move? Um, you know, smart businesses are, will find a way to kind of figure things out. Restaurants and bars have very horrible profit margins, so it's very hard to survive with this stuff. I think a lot of restaurants are going to close for the coronavirus and end up not reopening. And that's just sort of, I think, a sad reality of a very um, razor-thin margin business in the first place. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, the unemployment thing is one way people are dealing with it. Yeah, ask your it. employer if they would do that for you. Some places are also, there's talk of, of you know, hourly employees getting benefits uh, who can't work. I mean, it's, again, varies state to state, city to city, restaurant to restaurant. It's um, tough, too, because you don't want to tell people, like, well, I mean, like, uh, somebody said, why don't you go on Cameo, you know? And I, I appreciate that and understand that. I, I'm fortunate enough that, like, I've got money saved. Like, I'm fine. Um but there are maybe online things you can do. Maybe uh, they always get like, you don't want to pay to secret shop or people that take like online surveys. Um, this is so unprecedented because it's not like a depression where it's like, well, I could find maybe another type of job. Like it's hard when you can't, you know, and, and you've got a kid too. So hopefully your community can pull together. Yeah, and there's some interesting stuff like New York just passed a temporary bill uh, allowing people to... Uh sort of in a short-term basis, do uh, to go on, like, alcohol from bars. So hopefully other states go in that direction too, and then you have the ability to do that. Yeah, get that alcohol to go. Drink and drive in your car, and hopefully the insurance companies aren't coming into work, and no one can get in trouble. I think it's more like bottles than sippy cups. No, I'm pretty sure it's a sippy cup. The only say... What are your favorite activities to do together? Games, TV shows, DIY projects. My boyfriend and I met in art school, so we go to art galleries for a little throwback, botanical gardens... <clears throat> And we watch certain shows together. I also have a BOTC, TOTC. Oh, bottom of the cob, top of the cob. She says, bottom of the cob, freshly washed sheets and fresh shaven legs. Bottom of the cob, bad hair days. Well, that one, that's not so bad. Uh, top of the cob, top sheets. Bottom of the cob, bottom sheets. Filthy bottom sheets. <laughs> uh, what do we do together? You I mean, know, you were saying the other day that your favorite thing in the world was just sitting on the couch with me nearby while you were looking at your phone. But yeah, uh, we've I, been I enjoy that. Just watching uh, within touching distance. Yeah, we've been watching. Weirdly, we both haven't probably watched Family Guy in like Several regularly years. in like ten years, and we've been watching a lot of Family Guy. I think we're gonna start doing. Um, taking turns picking movies for the other person to watch that they haven't seen before. Like Smokey's never seen Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. And uh, I'm either going to have Eliza watch um, uh, Inglorious Bastards or My Blue Heaven, which are very different movies. Very, but also the same. <laughs> yeah, both That's, of them feature weird accents. There you go. Um, as far as things we like, working out together when we can. We like we having worked out together. LA is such a clusterfuck. So it's hard to be like, well, go to a museum because the day you want to go, there's like 5,000 bus tours there. Um, and Eliza's so busy and on the road so much that when she's home, we just kind of like to cook be and be home and hang out or some, we go to dinner or whatever. But what you want to do is get you a man who whatever you say you want to do, they're like, great, let's do it. So we're sitting last night. We had a bottle of wine because it's like, whatever, who cares? And I was like, we need crystals. And he was like, okay. 
And I don't know, you, I think you were just saying, okay, I went upstairs and I got some crystals and I tried to make like a little cute coffee table. Like I put a crystal and some incense and a candle. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just making a thing. And he was like, okay. The point is you don't need a guy to always do it, but as long as he's down for you doing it. Yeah, you asked if I wanted to help. And I was like, are we going to like hang things? You're like, no, we're just going to put them out on a table. And I was like, oh, great. I'll just sit here. Um, for speaking me, of wine. What's important is having a man, having you there while I putter around. And I can sing songs to you. That's true. What about my dog? What about wine? Oh, just that um, if anyone's curious what Eliza's favorite newly, re- relatively recently discovered style of wine is, it's natural orange wine. I like orange wine. A I can't- chuggable orange wine, nothing too funky. Chug. I can't do red. It makes my nose stuffy. And white wine, I just don't want to be the girl drinking white wine. Abigail Walker, 14. Hi, Eliza Smokey Husky. Super bummed about the Denver show. I was too, Abigail. I even had my Denver socks. Actually, I'm wearing them right now because I was ready to go. Uh, I need help dealing with morally stubborn people, especially when it seems that they always drive a hard line when it's convenient to them. I'm in the friend group of, I'm in this friend group of adult women. morally stubborn or morally loose? If their morality changes based on their desires. I think it's a case, it's a moment to moment basis. I think your, I don't think it has to do with morals. I think it's just attitude. Loose attitude. You know what they say, loose attitude, loose stools. Loose buttholes, kick that squatty potty. Okay, I'm in this friend group of adult women, and sometimes it feels like if I don't agree with them, I'm a bad person. Yep. Uh, Or failing a social performance. Recently, a few of us were shamed for having a small gathering amidst the COVID-19. Three people at home last Friday, and we're no longer doing this, by the way. Okay, I'm not trying to typhoid marry you. But then conveniently, a few days later, it's okay for them to drive across the country to be with family. And now I'm the asshole for pointing out, I'm the asshole for pointing out the hypocrisy in that. I'm starting to get fed up with the holier-than-thou judgment from disagreeing, and this is just the most recent example. I don't react, respond to it anymore, but at what point do you call people out when you should let it go? And when do you personally say it's time for new people? Well, I think you know that I'm going to always say it's always time for new people. Smoke and husk? Yeah, I mean... uh I'm assuming these people have positive qualities also that make it worth hanging out with them. But if not, then the... It's a thing that women tend to do. This like little, very like middle school mentality of like, you don't agree with us? Well, we've all decided this. And that's how you get groups of women. There's usually like one alpha and then the rest like kowtow to her. Um, You're always like, you look, you pick your battles. But if they're going out of their way to shame you and make you feel bad... You want a group of people that listen to you and that, you know, nobody likes to be called out for stuff. You should be calling them out because what they're doing is socially irresponsible, not as like a tit for tat kind of thing. But if you're finding that in general, you're feeling like your voice doesn't matter. I definitely, I went on a trip once with a group of girls and because I wasn't like the reason everyone was friends, I was like of like the four or five, like low men on the tone pole. No one listened to me. I'd be like, can we go here for dinner? Like, well, Lucy doesn't want to do that. This should be an oligarchy. This should be bipartisan effort. It shouldn't just be like one girl decides. So those girls sound like sheep. Fuck them. And they sound stupid. And they're the reason that like Nebraska is going to get COVID-19 because she like had to be with family. So your friends sound awful. That's it. This next question is from her friends. Uh, we got this one girl who has bad ideas. Siphon off the one that you like from the group and move on. You don't want to be part of that. You just don't. You want to feel valued. And you probably aren't yourself when you're around them either. This is a very female-based question. Dudes are like, I don't know, he's a dick. I don't see him anymore. That's it. That's my answer. What do you think? I'm, I'm getting good with it. You're here to support me, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you support me leaving all my friends. Numero sacks. This question is for at Galutin. Mm-hmm. My husband and I are big fans of Tasted. 
rest in peace. What was your favorite random food to try that you didn't expect to like, such as Pepsi Cheetos or cappuccino-flavored potato chips? Oh, and this is Sharon and Charles from Nashville, since Noah doesn't like reading the at names. I greatly appreciate uh, your uh, listening and fandom and all that fun stuff. Uh, boy, Tell I wish... Tell them what Tasted was. Uh, tasted, um, there was a, it was a, a, food, a food YouTube Did you actually do it? Channel. <laughs> Um, Tasted was the channel, and I had a couple of shows on it back in the day, maybe oof, like seven years ago now, something like that. Um, and it was a very fun little gig. A lot of it was me standing in front of a green screen um, while uh, people told me to gave me weird foods to eat. Then I would say that they tasted gross, and then people in the comments would write in to call me an elitist douchebag. And that was go. pretty much the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, boy, we had so much random stuff. I'm trying to think of what I really liked. Uh, what did I? Yeah. I think I remember, yeah, it's such a blur, to be honest. So many of it is like they were just trying to give me the weirdest stuff, like buttered popcorn-flavored soda and, like, birthday cake-flavored vodka. I'll take it. Oh, I loaded up. When that first came out, (laughs) I bought 12 bottles of Pinnacle whipped cream-flavored vodka, and I could not get rid of it. Um, But sometimes some of the fast food stuff is just kind of garbagey, good, fun. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciency term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash askaliza. Here's a question. Laura Celestlegger, can you ask a Luton to say, I'm an emotional man? I'm an emotional man. Were either of you scared when Eliza was traveling so much? Galoon, do you have family in Italy? Mine is in Milan. I'm still scared that she was traveling so much. How long until these symptoms come through? Yeah, we had this box of fan gifts shipped home from Columbus, and he's like, we're just going to open it? I'm like, it's not going to, like, fart open and just, like, little monsters are going to attach themselves. I did wash my hands. We don't know that. It was important that I get gifts. It's a part of my mental well-being. I need gifts. Um, You don't have any family in Italy, but your family is from... Uh, my mom's side is uh, from Caserta in the Campania uh, near Naples. And uh, um, 
Caddy Candice Fawn. Did you take his last name? Why or why not? Um, Eliza always said that she was very excited to marry a man and take their last name. And then she met me, and I have the only last name that she dislikes more than her own. Although, weirdly, I think you kind of liked my family last name when you saw it on, like, a giant headstone at our family grave plot. Yeah, weird twist. Turns out our grandparents are buried in the same cemetery on Long Island, which was a very morbid discovery a couple Thanksgivings ago. Not too close together. Not Yeah, not family, not, like, Jewish inbred, but, you know... Same cemetery. Uh, and on the tombstone for his family plot, there's a giant G. And I was like, that looks esteemed. That's got gravitas. Uh, I didn't take his last name because I spent a lifetime saying Schlesinger. I don't know why I should shift laterally and have to say gluten now. People are still assholes about it. So if it's not easier, I don't see why I'd change it. Yeah, if my last name was something like... Macintosh. Yeah. Smith. Cobb. Top of my cob. <laughs> also, you know, it's one thing to have to endure like Schlesinger and people always mispronounce and think it's so funny when they're just ignorant, which is why I'm always respectful of other people's difficult last names. But I'm not signing up for hearing, oh, are you gluten-free? Like, first of all, that would mean we got a divorce. Second of all, not the same word. Third of all, like, find a new joke. Now people are going to say it. Really set myself up. Sorry, I'm monitoring the battery level on this thing. I don't want it to die. Green underscore eggs <sighs> underscore and Sam. Should I cancel our wedding? It's supposed to be May 2nd in Austin with about 125 guests, half who would need to fly in from the East Coast. Were you just hissing at the word eggs? I was hissing at the underscore. Oh. At the word eggs. Don't even suggest eggs. Uh, when yes. was it? May 2nd. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. At the very least, start digging in on the refund policies and how to move stuff. Yeah. Um. There's usually a thing in there for, like, act of God, and hopefully that that, like, if I can't make a show because of an act of God, like, I don't get in trouble for it. So The act that. of God stuff is wild. I was yeah. Just like, who's God? What part of the country? Listening to Malcolm Gladwell talking about, like, all the crazy minutia of act of God clauses and legal contracts and how they're essentially... Uh, like impossible to negotiate and you just end up going into like there's going to be like years of litigation probably around like the like deals with tv deals with like all these like sporting arenas also like act of god like are you a southern preacher well i had that million dollars it was an act of god or it's like when uh like like screenplay rights are bought by a studio and it says things like these characters are owned by this company in all the known universe Mm -hmm. i just think that's very funny i think that's funny also, act of God, like, I like how it's uh, God's will if a woman gets pregnant, but if she accidentally miscarries, that's not an act of God. In, like, Central American countries, like, oh, you got to go to jail. I'm like, is it an act of God if I run away? Like, where does God's reach stop? It's only for whoever's judging you. So, uh, good luck, and yes, cancel your wedding. Yeah. Although, I don't know where you live, because, like, Idaho doesn't have this disease, but you are, you're flying in monkeys. An act of God is a choice made by, between... Two lawyers. Between two white old lawyers about what to do with a woman's body. That's an act of God. Nanda underscore MPG. Hi, Eliza. Just finished watching Spencer Confidential. Was wondering if you came up with a Snow Peach song when your final scene at the beach was filmed. Pearl being the dog, you guys, all and being on the beach. I was so happy with your little insider fans when you called Smokey uh, in one of the scenes. I saw you, Yukon. Hope he's in Connecticut. Uh, I didn't, at the time when we filmed that scene, Blanche was my dog and she was actually just off camera sitting in a a PA's lap. So, uh, that was about two years ago. So I didn't have tofu at the time. Pearl on the, what? Well, no, they're saying that the dog, your dog in the movie's name was Pearl. Oh, right. And you found a Pearl on the beach. Oh my God. 
Thank you for listening You're because I totally missed that. No, but that is an you excellent- hear that, husbands? You know what? Yeah, I should definitely pretend that that was it. Yeah, that's totally why. Uh, no, Pearl on the Beach came from my brother was holding Tian Fu uh, and he, where were we? When did I even see him? I think it was Thanksgiving. No, we Dallas? didn't have our Thanksgiving. It was in Dallas and he called her a beach pearl and the song was born. That's no more or less random than most of the stuff I say. But you know what? Great call. Wow. Nanda underscore MPG for the win. Matt Bentonow says, Dear Eliza, do you ever think that maybe you're just too goddamn hard on Emily, especially with regard to movie preferences, Taco Bell and her relatable cobs, both top and bottom? No. She has it too easy. Here's what people don't understand about the relationship I have with my employee, Emily Higgins. We are beyond feminism. We talk shit to each other the way dudes do. And people aren't familiar with women being that close to each other, but that's a real female relationship. I think you guys talk to each other the way uh, like a mom and daughter do. I definitely, the amount of times I'm like, clean your car or you're not getting any cake. And she kind of treats you like you're, like you're her daughter too. Yeah. You're basically both each other's moms and that's the relationship. We need each other. MJ Roher 13 says, the great Smoky Husky, have you thought about starting a channel doing these food tutorials? Eliza, love you and the noises you make. If you read this, please let out a big dragon roar for me and my friend. We quote you all the time. What does a dragon roar sound like? Yeah, you have a whole thing. That's the one. That's anyone. Um, do I, uh, sure, I'd love to have a, a food show, um, but uh, I don't want to make one. Well, I guess we're kind of making one now, so. We're kind of making one now. It's called Don't Panic Pantry. We had the best idea. If anyone wants to give me one, I'll take it, but I don't want to, like, yeah, give us a start show. A, trying to get my own YouTube following. That sounds Minis, Minis in NY. Age of husband's cute brother asking for a friend. Not really. Well, my oh. brother has a girlfriend now. Yeah, we're so sorry, Minnie's. Why? Um, and he is, let's see, uh, 40. He's 40, but he has the body of a 60-year-old yogi. Very flexible. Lucinio, L-U-C-E-E-N-U, Lucinio. Apart from cooking up a storm, what else are you and Smoky Man doing to keep yourselves occupied during this time? Please note this question was not intended to sound inappropriate in any way. I mean, we do have sex. Greetings from the UK. Stay strong. The land of keep calm and carry on. Um, yeah, we, like I said before, watching weirdly a lot of Family Guy. Doing these cooking videos has taken up a lot of our time. Yeah, we try to make each one better the next day. Uh, uh, I organize my bras. We work out every morning. Mm-hmm. We take the dog for walks. Uh, I have some outlines due for other projects. Never forget that this will end and then people are going to pick right back up and you want to be ahead of everyone. You'd be like, look at all this work I did. Yeah. So I'm working on my stuff, trying to get things moving and shaking. Yeah. And that's it. Stay busy. Stay Uh, busy. And, you know, find some cool shows to watch. I've never asked you this. uh, What is your thought on game nights? Because W. Faskin says, what's your favorite game night night? Do you Game night game. Do you prefer board games over card games? Looking for a few games to play while I'm stuck at home with the fam. We've never done a game night. No. I I mean, when I've played games in my life in the past, I've uh, (laughs) enjoyed them, I suppose. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, I just game night always just sounds like it's like a bunch of couples meeting together to play some random game together. And, uh, you know, who knows? If there's like... A really good game to play, then... I can't see you caring, but I could also see you getting very serious. I used to play uh, Hearts a lot when I was in college. That was fun. Okay. 
Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Elizabeth, do y'all make your own milks? I'm dairy free and I've been looking to making my own milk. Uh, we don't make our own milks. I've, I think I might have done it once. But What did you um, make? What did I make? I think I made an almond milk once just okay. to see what would happen. But, uh, it's pretty easy to do. It just requires a lot of almonds. Yeah. It seems, uh, you know, I, it's not a priority for me in any way, so I don't really care about it that much. It's, but I encourage people to to do whatever, make learn to make stuff. But that would be cheaper for you. I'm more on the milk. I'm more on the the fermenty kick right now. He Sauerkraut, likes saltier thing, yeah. Lacto fermented guava, uh, sourdough starter, things like that. Also, making your own milk, you can control the amount of sugar. A lot of times, and you've told me this, people buy almond milks and they're flavored, or they have sugar oat milks. Nobody too. tells you when you if you get an almond milk latte that it has sugar in it. Nobody. Most of the baristas in the world don't even realize that the almond milk they're pouring you has sugar in it. Here's a good question for you, because you're more of a music person. Smokey Husky's father and stepfather both have Grammys. Uh, Smokey Husky's dad is a man named Albie Galutin, who produced the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. He'd be a good podcast guest for you. He would be a dope podcast guest, uh, but that means he has to drive to Hollywood. You can do a phoner. I don't want to do a phoner. I want to touch him. So Aaron says, what are your five Desert Island albums? Oh, I'm I, a song by song kind of fan, so that's a I, tough one for me. I would have needed to see the question in advance to do this properly, but just off the top of my head, some albums that I think are great. Kick it. Um, uh, I'm uh, I get into like some David Bowie kicks sometimes. I was uh, um, I think Young Americans is like secretly one of like the great albums of all time, and my least favorite song on it is probably Young Americans. Hmm. Um, uh, what else am I getting to? It? I've listening lately a lot. Randomly re-listening to Neil Young uh, on the beach is a great record. You like Sam Cooke? I do like Sam Cooke a lot. Sam Cooke Live in Harlem is a great album. Okay. Um, I got tons. I got so many, so many great albums out there. Should we plug drinks? Yeah, you want to listen to uh, our friend Kevy, dear friend Kevin Ferkin at Walrus Burst at Drinks Music D R Y N X M U S I C. He has a song um, called All My Eddies, and it is a fucking bop. We we should uh, tag him in the. We can probably the, play it right now. He doesn't like. Yeah, let's play it right now. You know what? Why not? You guys are gonna love the song if you're in your car. He also has a great song called Wind Farm that I like a lot. It's available on Spotify, I think, and on Apple Music. Uh, let's just play it. Why not? I Kick want. It. Wait, which one? Ah, no! I want, here it is. We'll play a little bit. Get your book down. How fun is this? Get your drugs out. It's total gibberish. Don't even try. Yeah, I know. You want to hear more. He's also the uh, director of operations of our restaurant group <laughs> and the general manager of Blood Souls Barbecue. It's a family affair. Um, next question for you. Hmm. Magentamed. What tools do you use to plan for your travel when traveling with your dog? Uh, the most important tool is my assistant, Emily, who calls the airline to set up Tianfu on the flight. I think it's essential to have a little travel 
dish for her for water. Sometimes you're in an airport. Sometimes they don't want to drink out of the vessel you have. So a little thing for like in the car, a little collapsible dog bowl, plenty of dog poop bags. You really don't need that much. At hotels, I was like, does your dog need a bed? And while it's good to give them their own space, she likes to sleep on the bed, a toy so they don't get bored, a chewy toy so they can feel sated. Um, that's about it. You don't really need a lot. It's not a baby. Can I be honest? Yeah. Um, I was thinking about albums that I like, and I <laughs> did not know what you were talking about all of a sudden. That is okay because you don't travel with a dog. I do. So per usual, you're just off in your man world, and I'm taking care of our baby. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Never Loved a Man the Way I Loved You is a Thank you so much. great album. The underscore babysitter, the dot underscore babysitter, what was it like doing a movie with Mark Wahlberg, Post Malone, and Cowboy Cerrone? Uh, fun fact, when you do a movie- Who's Cowboy Cerrone? He's an MMA fighter who was in the movie at the top uh, in the scene with Post Malone fighting oh. him. Sometimes when you do a movie, at the premiere, I got to meet all these people that were in the movie that I didn't have scenes with. And so if you're not shooting on the same day, you might never meet them. So I never met Cowboy Cerrone. I only met Post Malone because I was on set that day and I asked him for a picture. Um, but everybody enjoyed working with them. And Mark Warburg, as Mark Warburg, different actor. As I've said in pretty much every interview, the consummate professional, extremely busy man, not a ton of bonding going on off camera, but he was never anything other than very professional and uh, delightful to work with in the scene. And the God's honest truth is he was awesome, but even if he was awful, like I would never be the actor that's like, he was the real dick. He looked at my butt. He was great. He was really, really cool. And I really hope we can do more movies together because I had fun doing press with him. Jen, music maniac, was supposed to get married on 419 in Southern California. We ended, we decided to postpone until September. Any words of encouragement for brides going through the same thing? Yeah, you're getting married. It's about the destination. Oops, it's about the journey, not the destination. It sucks because you because you planned on it, you had your heart set on it, but you have all this more time now to think about wedding trends, reevaluate things, change your mind a billion times. It's really a gift, you know? It's really a gift. All right, fine, I'll ask you a question. Hazardous, when making any kind of soup with pasta, is there a trick to not have the noodles in your leftover soup turn to mush? That's a great question. Yeah, I'll don't, handle this. Okay. Eat them. Uh, yeah, don't put all the noodles in the soup. I tend to um, cook the amount of pasta that I want to have at that moment, and then you boil the pasta, you drain it, you put those noodles back into the pot that you cook the pasta in, and then ladle your soup in there with the pasta. So you cook them separately, and then reheat, and then you heat them up together so the starch noodles combine with the soup, and you make a nice little soup, and then your leftovers are just the soup, and that's my trick. Although also, uh, shout out to um, the Japanese for making alkaline noodles. Oh. Um, there's, you notice, ever noticed, you ever notice, as I kind of ramble there, how ramen noodles don't get overly soft the way that like regular pasta does? You're right. That's because they are alkalized. What does that mean? Um, so basically, uh, if you're like really technical, alkalinity is the opposite of acidity, which I know doesn't make this any more clear, but basically you use, uh, I think it's basically, uh, sodium bicarbonate. Shit, I'm forgetting what it is. You can look up basically like alkaline water. You can buy it at a lot of Chinese markets. It's called kansui in Japanese. Mm -hmm. Basically you mix that in with your dough. It makes your dough super stiff, but it makes the noodles kind what of bouncy and chewy. Stiff. It's the same property that goes into a proper corn tortilla that gives that kind of, um, that, that's that alkaline smell, that kind of bright, fermenty, cool, Flavor, and that's what gives them a little bit of extra good texture. 
So that's uh, not the answer to your question. Teresa Boswell, your Netflix specials are all that's getting me through social distancing since the SLC got rescheduled. I know, I'm so sorry. I also have a book called Girl Logic that you can read or listen to. But okay, question. Um, if your life depended on absolutely slaying at karaoke, what would your top three jams be? Top three? Well, okay. I did this show here in LA called The Goddamn Comedy Jam, and I had to practice Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. And then what was that other song um, by like Heart? One. Okay, fine. Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks only because... I've rehearsed it so many times. Now, I think we should get into a very personal story. Mm. One of the first trips that Smokey Heskey and I took together was to Japan. And we got, we were getting shit canned a lot, but we got shit canned. This was- It was like a trip where everything kind of went wrong. We were in Thailand first. We were supposed to to go to this little island and um, we got, the island was flooded. It was torrential rainstorms. So only affecting us, no one else. we had to make a quick audible if we were going to do. So we were able to move our connecting flight through Tokyo up and just go to Japan in the middle of winter. Yeah. And I love, I had never been actually. I was super excited to go. I had been once. And, but we got there and it was raining and all this stuff was sort of going wrong. The restaurant reservations got messed up at this robot restaurant Eliza wanted to go to. All this stuff went wrong. And finally, I just said, screw it. Let's do it. Picked up her tail and we, uh, I picked up your tail. We did, we lit a lot of each other's tail picking up. Well, it was a lot of like, it was a first trip as a couple and you start to see like, not cracks, but you know, where the other person's weaknesses is. And I never realized that, you know, he's Smoky Man and he has feelings too. And he was getting sad and he reminded me of Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. And he was so sad because I wasn't happy. And I turned to him and I said, Hey, you dropped your tail. And I pinned his tail back on. And we made a decision, we changed the energy. And we went to this one bar and we ordered a ton of drinks. It was the we night- just decided to get shit can. We decided basically. to get shit can, and it was the night that you threw up on your shoes. And you threw up on a radiator. I threw up on a radiator. And it was we were in this crappy hotel. I that was in, in like the red light district, but for like gay dudes. Something like it was that. like a gay male prostitute red light district. Um, and uh, not that it would have been okay either way, but it was just like really random. And then I had pulled in some favors through this casino that I'd opened a restaurant with in Australia, and they hooked me up with a uh, little shout out to the Andaz Tokyo, Ooh. who took unbelievable care of us. So we, I was able to get a hookup with that hotel for the next night. So we had one last night in the red light district, and we just got absolutely creamed. Um, and, uh, we walked out of this bar and we were like, we should sing karaoke. We're in Japan. And I speak a little bit of Japanese. It comes and goes. And I walked up to a a guy who was walking past us and I went drunkenly. I said, Sumimasen, karaoke wa doko desu ka? Basically me asking, excuse me, where is karaoke? The guy looked at me like I was insane, pointed across the street to a giant karaoke sign that I did not see. And we walked in and uh, we got one of those little private rooms. I was wearing a shirt that had Blanche's face on it and somewhere there was grainy footage. Those videos have been deleted by you. Oh, (laughs) I sang Nicki Minaj Super Bass, which is actually very difficult to sing along to. And you surprised me because you sang Let's Stay Together by Al Green. Mm -hmm. And you have a beautiful singing voice. And I had no idea that you had that. Keeping a couple of secrets. And uh, And then I saw your turkey tail. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Then we huddled in to our night, passed out, woke up the next day, and went into maybe still the best, like, 
regular hotel I've ever been to. Beyondos? Yeah, as oh, opposed that was the to last like, night in the red light district. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to like, you know, like a big resorty full. The, thing. We loved it too because all the snacks in the room were free. And they took last question. Care of they us. did. That's the last question. Well, we're at 48 minutes. I wanna well, not last question. Here's one. Soul Man 77. What's your favorite song from the 1980s? Have we talked about the Toto song? Oh, Have we, we talked can, about it on here? I don't think so. Okay, so <laughs> everybody loves Africa by Toto. I bless the rains down in at Am I flat? <laughs> Noah also has like, not a perfect pitch, but you know music. It's not perfect pitch, but I grew up in a family of music people. Tell like, me we if used I'm... to do like solfege in the car growing up. Okay, tell me. If... I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rain. That was good. Was it flat? It was flat. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so there's a, there's a line in Africa by Toto when he's like, she's coming in 1230 flight. And it's this very like late night rendezvous, but we were like, it never specified. So we say. They never specified if it's AM or PM. So we were, we were saying to each other, she's coming in 1230 flight. She's landing just in time for lunch. Just in t- like the least sexy of all the meals. Like they're just, gonna- just in time. He's making her like a tuna sandwich. And we're like, we're gonna get a half sandwich with soup. It's half off if you share your sides. Okay. So that's not actually our favorite 80s song, but it's the one we're going to talk about. Christy Marie 2220 says, how do you both feel about hot sauce? Uh, How hot can you go? Uh, It's great. I've got a pretty high spice tolerance, but I also, I'm not into it for like the who can like, Flex harder and yeah, eat the spicier thing. Fire diarrhea. I want it quicker? to complement the food, and if it's there to make the food better, then great. That's why, like, we love going to uh, my friend Chris's restaurant, Night Market, where you can get like all this really. It's spicy and sweet and salty and it's sour. It's spicy, which is different. It's like a layered spice. And it's combating all these different flavors in opposite directions. You drink these amazing natural wines there. That's super fun. Um, I love going to eat Sichuan because we eat that like Sichuan spicy numbing yeah. thing is great. Well, that's great. what you want. You want to work yourself into almost this like frenzy where you're just drinking and eating and you're almost, it's almost euphoric. Uh, I love spicy food, but I always, depends on the restaurant because there's like, they're like, how spicy? Consider the ethnicity of the person asking you because they're usually like Thai restaurants, like there's white people spicy and they will caution you. They'll be like, please don't get number, please don't get a 10. We don't want to get sued. So just remember, if you're white, your taste buds are not as conditioned as those of our um, tanner counterparts. So ultimately, that's to say I can take it pretty spicy. But also, like, I prefer a buffalo wing that is, like, regular and not, like, ripped up Carolina Reaper wing sauce. Rip up your butthole. Blow out that O-ring. Tuesdays at 10. Yeah. Chicken butt. I think a little bit spicy tastes good also. So. Tiff Naff Evs. Tiff Naff Evs. It's not like I had a stroke. Do either of you play video games? If so, what games? I don't, but fun fact about Smokey Husky. I used to a long time ago, and I retired from video games a while back. Thank God before I met him. Woof. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, I was really into like those those NBA video games where you go into like franchise mode, and all of a sudden I realized I was just sitting here. It was like four years into the future, and I'm working on the – practicing the jump shot of my second round pick. And I was like, oh, wait a second. You know what I should be doing with my time? Anything else. Fucking chicks. And so, uh, yeah. So I started fucking chicks and... uh, Where are they? Writing. Underscore Haley Morgan underscore Hyalize and Smokey. What 
different methods have you been using to help Tianfu adjust to life in your home? I adopted a little lab who I believe used to, was used as a bait dog. What does that mean? And she's still having trouble with anxiety. She doesn't do well with men around bigger dogs or around bigger dogs. Would love to hear your thoughts as a fellow pet rescuer. Love your stuff. Hope to see you in April in St. Louis. Well, you won't. One quick backtrack <laughs> so on the previous question. Just to say also, I stopped because I liked them too much. So this is no shade being thrown at people who like video games. They're amazing video games. I can shade watch them. people play Fuck video them. games. No, I just, I my personality is... I tend to like either to be around people. obsessively get into things. I I don't really do anything at half speed. I either get really into it or I don't do it. And uh, I would rather have been into things that I could make money at. Noted for the record. Also, Finding Pieces says, how's Tianfu's training going? Can you share how you've been working her to help her be her best snow peach? So we're combining that with Haley Morgan's. Um, you know, you expect these dogs to be fully automatic. Potty training, much to the dismay of our new rug, took a little bit of time. But you know, here we are a couple months later. She understands to go out now, right? She gets a little weird. Um, she doesn't growl at Noah anymore. She, we all saw the Instagram with my Uncle Marty. I think she's weird about large people coming into her space, but she's getting there. She doesn't, she growls, but it's almost like a perfunctory, just like, and you're like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know why I'm growling. Help me. PTS dog. PTS dog. So we try to be understanding. We try to train her. We put her on the leash. We bring her up to people. She never bites. You know, you don't want people to think that you're okay with your dog just being a maniac, but she's a totally different dog. She used to walk with her tail down. Now she walks with her tail up. She knows to poop and pee outside. She knows that she's safe with us. There's a little bit of an attachment problem, and I know we're supposed to train her to not do that, but I love it when she follows me into the bathroom. One time she came into the shower. So why do we have... She's not a working dog. She's here. She's in my lap right now, half asleep. And I love that we comfort her. And I love that she... We st- we try to break her of the habit where she takes her food and hides it in the rug. And that breaks my heart because she's like, oh, I'll never have food again. But uh, just remembering that she's here to bring us comfort and joy and we're here to give her a nice life. We're not training her for war. But yeah, yesterday I cooked her fresh giblets with carrots and peas and oats that I uh, had from some extra stuff we were cooking. And uh, it was super gross when she tried to hide it in the rug. And it was, yeah, we had raw peas. Well, I guess they were cooked peas in the rug. Not that it makes it okay. Hmm. Bethany A. Dawson, what are your biggest pet peeves about each other? Dying to know, otherwise you guys seem too perfect. Jokes, I love you. Uh, I mean, first of all, why would we tell that to people? Um, I mean, if it's not something like, well, he's got erectile dysfunction, but not for dudes. Um, um, Pet peeves, because it's nothing, it's usually funny. Like, I feel bad for you because your teeth are huge. Sometimes you get food in your teeth, but that's not a pet peeve. Yeah. So bad for you. I think both of our pet peeve about the other person is how much we both hate trying to decide where to eat surrounded by restaurants that we all that we don't like anymore. <laughs> you say Jesus a lot when something like you drop something, Jesus. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a pet peeve. Uh, no, because sometimes you scream really loud in a high pitch with excitement without any awareness of how close my ear is to your mouth. And that's, that's super valid. Not my favorite. Definitely true. <laughs> um, I'm a very, I mean, for better or for worse, I'm a very fast person. And for better or for worse, Smokey Man's a slower person. Um, so I think sometimes I get frustrated he isn't reacting fast enough. And I'm sure every once in a while you'd like it if I would just like take a knee, but like not in a political way. Um, you come in a little hot sometimes. I come in a little hot. The other day you told me to cool it. You got to cool it now. Ooh, watch out. Got to cool it now. Ooh, watch out before you lose control. 
come on, come on. Yeah, sometimes uh, I'll be like, come on, sing with me. And you'll be like, no, you're a little grump. Sometimes you get a little grumpy. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, sometimes I don't want to like. I think you're a very considerate person. I'm very vocal about things. So it's not one of those marriages where it's like, it drives me crazy and I don't know what to say. You've, from the beginning, you've been almost too exploratory. Sometimes I feel like I'm the guy. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. You're like, well, these are our feelings. Yeah, I don't think that either of us get annoyed by something the other person does and they're like, but that's me. It's like, we right. get annoyed by stuff. We're all like, yeah, I agree that I should be better about that. Today on a walk, I was talking and you talked over me and I got upset. And then you got upset. You're like, what, I can't chime in? And I was like, but I was saying something because I'm used to speaking uninterrupted. And then I said, sorry. And then you said, sorry, but I didn't think you needed to be sorry, even though it was your fault. But it was mostly my fault. Well, and that's I'm... why my apology was half-hearted. <gasps> J'accuse. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, no real pet peeves. You know, I think it's a sign of disrespect. Like when you hear like, my husband leaves his dirty dishes or I think I'm the one that leaves dirty dishes, but you're so good at cleaning them. Or like my husband leaves his socks around. I think it's a sign of lack of respect for the other person if you keep doing things to hurt them and yeah, bother them. Yeah, it's intentional, that's annoying. But mm. usually it's not. But that's the other thing. Like, well then intentionally pay attention to it. This idea, like, he just always forgets, and it's like, make it a point to not. Like, yesterday when we were uploading, uploading our videos from our cooking show, you kept saying, tag me. And I'm like, fuck, I kept forgetting to tag you. And then I started to think, like, oh, my God, this is so rude. So I made myself remember after you asked me several times. And those are probably the, um, you guys, you guys wrote a lot of really great questions. So hopefully we can record, well, hopefully we won't have to record another one on lockdown. But it sounds like we're going to be here for a bit. I agree. He's a smoky man. And check out our cooking show, Don't Panic Pantry, on Instagram. It's also on Facebook Live. We'll be posting the recipes. And we look forward to seeing what you guys make. And thank you for listening to Ask Eliza Anything. And, and thank you for asking questions. Before we get out of here, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The one redeeming quality of the show. It's Top of the Cob. It's the Top of the Cob. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cob. Smoky man, what's your Top of the Cob? Uh... Shouldn't we start with the bottom and then end with the top so it ends on a high note? It's definitely the tastier part. What's the bottom of the cob? Uh, well, oh, wait. <gasps> I admitted it. The bottom of the cob's tastier. Go on. I, um, uh, this is sort of we talked about already, but my bottom of the cob is uh, just kind of everything crazy that's going on right now. And particularly uh, for me personally, it's all of my friends and colleagues in the restaurant business who are having to face some really, really tough decisions. And that sort of goes for people in that industry all across the country. It's a combination of, of sort of the financial concerns around it, what to do with your business. But, you know, also, you know, these are people who can't self-quarantine. They can't, you can't do food service from home. And so it's a very complicated thing and everyone's worried about their employees and that uh, sucks. It is scary. Uh, my bottom of the cob is how quickly I've even contributed to spreading false information. You know, you have a few people in your life that you really trust that seem to have like an inside track or have access to information before other people do. And so you share a, an Instagram post or a tweet or a text message, and then you find out later it wasn't the truth or it wasn't completely the truth. Um, and you know, in a time like this, you know, as, as much as you try to keep a level head, you get a piece of information about the city closing down or a world, a nationwide, curfew and you think you're getting information first so you want to share it quickly but now more than ever you have to check your sources um and i'm embarrassed if i contributed to that in any way so it's tough it's tough to discern 
people doing things with a good heart, doing it just to spread stuff. So much like uh, the coronavirus, misinformation also spreads. So never forget, check your sources. Fact check. Top of the cob. Uh, my top of the cob uh, is you. I um. Oh my goodness. Well, we got all this like lockdown stuff happening, and uh, we're gonna be, you know, pretty much just the two of us together for a long time. And um, I'm incredibly lucky that I am so happy and excited to get to spend time with the person that I get to do that with. And um, yeah, I'm super lucky and. Uh, you're my top of the cob, baby. You're my top of the cob, baby. Oh, can you imagine if I was like just hot? Oh, that'd be so boring. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're not my top of the cob. I love you so much. My top of the cob, it's tangentially related. It's quarantining put to the test. You know, I'm always busy. I'm always exhausted. And I always think it'd be so great to just have a weekend. And I always wish that like the rest of the world would stop too. Because it's one thing if like you take a knee, but everybody else is like, great, I'm off making deals. So now I have that. So I love that it's like rubber meets the road. Like all the things I put off, it's time. I've got nothing but time. Read those outlines. Read your mom's book that she sent you. Um, write all those scripts. Finish all those loose ends. Clean out all those things. So I'm really, I like that the universe is like, you want it? You got it. It won't be in the way you want it, but here you go. So I'm enjoying this time. I am stretching, flexing, prolapsing, and relaxing. You know, I'm looking at your note. Did you write no touch as a note to yourself? Yeah, why did I write that? It was from my bottom of the cup. Oh yeah, that was bottom of the cup. People that keep saying, oh my God, like on a live video, don't touch oh. your face. Don't take a tip and use it in the wrong context. Don't touch your face like while you're out in public because you've touched something unsanitary. In your own home, once you've washed your face, once you've washed your hands, you can touch your face. Your face isn't what's getting you sick. It's what's on your hands coming from outside. So don't just regurgitate information like I did in my bottom of the cup. Stay vigilant, stay safe, keep your questions coming, keep communication coming. We're all gonna be okay. We are here for you. Flatten that curve. Flatten that curve, baby! BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.